0: Before we begin, we've got a couple news items to throw your way, and the first one concerns those record fish. We'll start off with the fluke. Uh, this fluke was 15.38 uh, pounds. It was caught somewhere in Connecticut, I don't know exactly where, and I'd probably want to keep that a secret as well. The angler's name was Bill Pruel, and um, man, it's one heck of a fish. Uh, the only thing left to do now is just sort of cross the T's and dot the I's, and uh, once that paperwork is finished up, he will be the new record holder in Connecticut. And I'm gonna guess that that fish is gonna stand for quite a long time. So, congratulations to Bill. And man, again, that's that's just one heck of a fish. Now we're gonna talk a little bit about that sea bass. This was caught aboard fish-length charters running out of Wareham, so it was caught in Buzzards Bay. And um man, what what a fish. Just just over eight pounds, like 8.03, 8.05 pounds. And uh measured out to be what would have been the uh what would have been the length world record. However, if you ever catch a length, if you ever think you've caught a length world record, first and foremost the fish has to be released. That was the first thing that they weren't able to do and they weren't able to do it because if, when you measure a length world record, it has to be measured with an IGFA certified ruler. So if you don't have one of those, uh, you're not going to be able to uh, record the fish. So they elected to keep the fish, they brought it back to uh Fish linked tackle shop in Wareham and uh, measured it and did all the particulars there and found out after the fact that the fish actually has to be released. Um, so the original record was 55 centimeters, this one was 60 centimeters, so it beat it by a good, uh, by a good margin. Um, but as they said, you know, as far as they're concerned, they caught a world record sea bass, and I would have to agree with them. Other news item, of course, is the giveaway, which is ongoing. Getting lots of photos, getting a lot of kayak photos lately, which is great to see. Um, you guys know the drill by now, but I'll run it down real quick. There has to be a recently caught fish. It has to show you in the photo, and they have to be emailed to me at at d.anderson@thefisherman.com. Please put "giveaway" or "contest" in the subject line, just to uh, just so I can sort it out and use it accordingly. Or um, you can text it to the number on the screen, and again, just make sure you put your name and you know where the fish was caught and all that stuff and tell me that you want to be entered into the contest of the giveaway and uh, we'll be collecting those until July 26 when we'll be giving away a mini darter made by me we'll be giving away some no live bait needed paddle tails and soft plastics and we'll be giving away some stuff from game on lures uh, so send those in and uh, we'll pick a new winner on the 26th Let's take a quick look at what's going on in the Fisherman's Dream Boat
1: Challenge. Now it's time for the Dream Boat Update. It was a lean week for entries in the Dream Boat Challenge, but what few entries lacked in numbers they made up in quality. Michael Torinero of North Brantford, Connecticut, took the second place slot for the Porgy category with this 2.54 pounder. Jim Quinn of Ocean City, New Jersey, landed himself in second place for the Flatfish category with this 9.40 pound fluke. And Noel Yosquito of Bloomfield, New Jersey, rounded out this week's entry with his 10th place, 2.28 pound sea robin. The leaderboard remains unchanged except for one point being extracted from the second and third place leaders. Bobby Civarelli is still leading the world with 18 points. Eddie Terrabiel is holding down second place with 12 points, and Kyle Kraus stands in third place with 11 points. The Dream Boat Fishing Challenge is the Fisherman subscriber-only multi-species fishing competition with a chance to win a 21-foot Steiger Craft Center console powered by Yamaha, along with many other great prizes. Visit thefisherman.com to subscribe and get all the details so you can be part of the action.
0: Moving on to the fishing reports, we're going to start on the North Shore of Massachusetts and we'll throw it over first to Jim Jukes.
2: Well, walking along the beach here this morning, hoping... To show everybody what the hell's out here, they got Minhaden Bunker up along the beach here, just doing their little thing, flipping out of the water, and not a freaking fish on them. Nothing. Crazy. We got birds out there that just keep flying around, they're not doing anything. I walked probably a few miles last night, had one small fish to show for it. But overall, the weekend was good. Uh, Finally broke 25 pounds over the weekend, thank God. Uh, A couple other buddies had some nice fish as well. And then the guys up in the mouth of the river did well with plenty of uh, keeper fish, some over slot, guys north of us still doing well, guys in Gloucester, little south, they're doing awesome as well, uh, fresh water still cooking along too, those guys, <laughs> they're pretty hardcore as us uh, surf casters are, so they're still catching it up, uh, little PSA, I was taught from Bill Wetzel, probably had a charter with him 12, 13 years ago. Uh, When you're out in the surf on a rock, make sure you back off the rock and don't get off forward. Because if you get hit by a wave and you're getting off the rock forward, you're going to tumble. If you're going backwards, you may tumble but you're going to be upright pretty quick. And it's the same thing out in a rough surf on a sandy beach. You're out on a bar, back into the beach. Don't need to get hit from behind on a wave and uh, get pushed over, and next thing you know, you're half a mile out. Okay? Uh, So preferred bait up here has been either eels or mackerel. But after seeing what I've seen this morning, trying to find where they are, they just popped up and now they disappeared. The bunker are here, so uh, I haven't found any sand eels out on the beachfront here. But uh, there was another thing I was going to say, but I forgot it. I'm getting old. Yeah. Dave that's about it from up here enjoy this new moon coming up oh yeah that's what it was with this new moon coming i think guys took off i'm out here all by myself again all night long the whole weekend too saw billy anybody crazy anyways dave enjoy your new moon i'm gonna
0: now as jim was alluding to Um, There's a lot of really good striped bass action up on the North Shore area from Gloucester up to Plum Island Um, And I've been hearing the same thing from the boat fishermen up there We've been hearing about not a lot of like really big fish, but just good numbers of solid fish say from like 30 inches up to like 43 inches Uh, guys are doing especially well drifting eels at night Um, and You can pretty much take your pick of the spots. They're getting them all over the place Uh, good numbers of fish and the also, the Merrimack River has had a lot of fish, especially down toward the mouth. These fish are a little bit smaller, more like 25 to 30 inches, um, but you got a better shot at getting a slot fish there. So um, those are two places you can definitely count on to produce some fish on your Father's Day weekend this weekend. Heading down the coast, didn't hear much from Boston Harbor this week. I have to assume there's still some good bass in there. Uh, have heard of some good surf catches from like Marblehead and Plymouth and sort of some of those areas in between. A couple of really nice fish, over 40 pounds, taken from the surf in there. So, suffice it to say, there's some good bass uh, running those beaches right now. I uh, talked to our field editor, Greg Metcalf today, and uh, he went out on a haddock charter over the weekend. He said that they crushed them, so they did really well in the haddock in the Gulf of Maine. They also had a handful of really nice codfish, i got a picture of one of those here. Um, so that's another option for you this weekend. We've got calm seas uh, in the forecast, we've got light winds in the forecast. So heading out to do some, you know, deep sea style fishing is definitely uh, on the menu for anyone that wants to do it this weekend. So you definitely might want to check that out, uh, jumping over the canal out onto the Cape, uh, getting the first tuna reports from the Cape this week. So I, I've been hearing that there's been whales around, there's been some bait around. We're finally starting to hear some news of bluefin showing up now. Uh, so that's another option for you guys, especially again, with these calm seas and light winds over the weekend, uh, things are prime for some tuna fishing. The Outer Cape has been seeing more and more striped bass action. There's a lot of bait along the beaches. I'm hearing about mackerel. I'm hearing about bunker. I'm hearing about a lot of sand eels. And um, a lot of fish in skinny water and some really nice fish. So uh, that's an option for you guys. Fishing from P-Town all the way down to East Ham, even down to Nauset, um, there are... There's pockets of bass all along there. The things that I've been hearing, you gotta, you gotta put some miles on the, on the boots to find them. You know, It's just kinda fishing from bowl to point to bowl to point until you get on the fish, but they are out there and they're out there in numbers once you find them. Uh, also, once you get kind of around the end of the cape there, or around the elbow of the cape, I should say, uh, sea bass fishing is really picking up now in Nantucket Sound and Vineyard Sound. You're seeing some really nice fish. Uh, guys are getting them on those Nomad Squid, squid X uh, jigs. Guys are doing really well on those. Um, but you can get them on anything, you can get them on diamond jigs, you can get them on flat ball jigs, you can get them on bait. Um, the bite has been very good, there's some scuff in the mix there, also some fluke in the mix if uh, if you're lucky in those areas. Best fluking of course is going to be at Nantucket Shoal. we will highlight it once again, we've got calm seas this weekend so making a run out to the shoal Shoals is a definite option. Um, didn't get a lot of reports from Nantucket this week with all the crazy wind that we had. but. Um, you know, this is the time. This is when Nantucket Shoal tends to put out most of its fish um, or at least the uh, the best action. So if you can get out on one of those boats this week and get out with maybe on uh, jailbreak charters, get out there. Um, I, I got a feeling you're going to do well. Uh, a lot more bass populating the Elizabeth, Elizabeth Islands now, some really big fish moving in. I uh, got some friends that are going to be fishing Cuddyhunk this week, so I'll hopefully have some uh, reports for you guys next week. Buzzards Bay is getting another wave of striped bass. And some really nice fish are moving in. So look for the potential for the canal to pop off again this weekend. Um, it's, lately it's been on the slower side and uh, to get a little more details on that, let's toss it over now to East End Eddie.
3: Hi Dave, i got a slack tide behind me that's uh, gonna turn west any minute. So my last report, I mentioned how fish were hard to find in the canal, but the very next day after I filed that report, a east tide brought some fish in from uh, Buzz's Bay a nice school of fish and uh, Mashpee Mike Larea and Mike Derrick both uh, caught fish that were well above slot uh, Chuck Franks uh, landed a 40 inch and Jimmy Kelly reeled in a 43 inch on his um, white soft plastic uh, jig is uh, Al Gags jig and uh, so I was fishing next to Mike Webster the owner of striper gear and I was using one of his laws a Green Mac rocket three and a half ounce I caught a 31 inch and a 36 inch. And Mike was using the same lure which he created. And uh, he caught a, what looked to be uh, at least 20 pounds. So congratulations to Webby, nice job. And um, But high hook on the day goes to Paulie, the, the Painter Gravina, who reeled in a uh, 31 pounder on his Hog Island uh, Canal uh, pencil. And uh, so congratulations to Pauly the Painter, he's a great guy. Um, And then Bill on the grill, Prudhoe, caught 10 fish the next day. Uh, They were all uh, bass uh, well above uh, slot. And uh, uh, the biggest one was well over 20 pounds. So congratulations to Billy. And um, so I just wanna let you know that there's gonna be some construction in the canal. Uh, The Army Corps of Engineers are gonna be repairing the service roads and some parking lots for a few weeks, so it's gonna start next week and run through first week of July, weather pending. Um, and uh, uh, next week from June 20th to 22nd, they're gonna be working on the Bourne recreation area, which is right under the Bourne Bridge on the Cape side. And uh, so that area will be closed, so you have to find some place else to park. I'll try to keep you posted on changes as they happen. And uh, so my, my tip of the week is when you're casting, as soon as you let go of the line and take your finger off the line point your rod tip right at the lure in the air that will create less friction as the line is coming off the spool and going through your guides especially the tip the last guide which is the smallest and uh by creating less friction less friction you'll end up getting a little bit uh, more distance on your cast so sometimes that makes a difference so until next week keep your hook sharp and catch a big one
0: Leaving the canal and going out into Buzzards Bay, as we talked about, there was that you know near world record sea bass caught aboard FishLink Charters. Uh, sea bass action in Buzzards Bay is the best in the region. So if you if you really want to do some bottom fishing, you want to get some sea bass, you want to get some scup, that's where I would head. I would head to uh, you know Cleveland Ledge or anywhere along the Elizabeth Islands, any one of these ledges too that you know kind of show up on the chart between. New Bedford, Fairhaven, all those places are gonna have those fish and um, all the reports point to this area being the best for sea bass uh, throughout our entire region. And now we'll wrap up the Massachusetts report with an inland report from Roy Leva.
4: Hey Dave, Roy Leva here with this week's Western Mass Report. It's been a couple weeks since we've caught up. Um, Right now shad fishing in the Connecticut River has uh, pretty much come to an end. Uh, Striped bass, Fishing. there continues to be some fish you're just gonna have to work for them uh, at least on the upper upper part of the river um, what is really good on the river right now is smallmouth bass fishing uh, as well as channel cats and carp um, I guess you know channel cats and carp and any of the catfish the bullheads um, even some of the panfish right now anywhere you're gonna go uh, the fishing should be really strong uh, out here in Western Mass uh you probably find trout pretty deep um and uh northern pike should be you know should be on strong right now we're starting to get into that summer mode uh water's starting to warm up regardless of the temps that we've been having it's been it's been on the cool side over the last past few weeks out here but the water temps you know continue to climb so that's a good thing uh lily pads are starting to show pretty strong uh you know, dragonflies are starting to lay their eggs. So, you know, frog fishing is is I mean it's here. Uh it's just gonna get better as, as the weather warms up. So, you know, I mean that's that's always a fun thing to do. Um, and that's it. I mean that's all I've got. Um I'm headed out to Florida tomorrow. Uh I'm gonna visit family, but I'm gonna try to get out and do some fishing. Uh see how many species I can catch in a couple days. I'm only out there for like three days. So I'll catch you guys later. I'll let you know how I did. Peace.
0: Jumping the border into Rhode Island, striped bass fishing in Rhode Island is just fantastic. Uh, We are seeing some transition happening right now. A lot of the big fish that were up inside Mount Hope Bay, up inside Narragansett Bay, are moving out now. Uh, They're not all completely out of there, and there's definitely some straggler big fish hanging with the bunker schools up there, but the bulk of these fish seem to be on the move, and they definitely seem to be favoring the East Passage. So from the Navy base all the way down to Brenton Reef, there's been a lot of big bass. Talked to Robbie Taylor on Monday. He had two fifties in one day, uh, fishing in the you know fishing out front, but in the vicinity of Brenton Reef. Um, one of them was just over 50. The other was 58. Um, and we're hearing about a lot of other big fish in that area, from 25 pounds on up to you know 50 plus pounds. Um, the preferred method seems to be tube and worm, but guys are getting them using a lot of different. Uh, a lot of different methods. Guys are getting them on eels, guys are getting them on top water at the first light or when it's snotty out. Um, you're definitely gonna get some fish on flutter spoons, especially if you can find some bunker. There's a ton of sand eels around right now. Um, and they're small. So you definitely need to be prepared for that too. You need to bring along some smaller stuff or maybe bring the fly rod. Um, there's really good numbers of slot fish in the Newport area as well. So really no matter no matter where you go no matter what you do if you're fishing Newport, you're fishing Jamestown. Um, you have a really good shot at finding striped bass of various sizes, and you may come across the stripe of a lifetime. Um, in that same region, we're starting to see sort of an incremental improvement in fluke fishing. A lot of these fish are up close to the bridges, um, and that includes Mount Hope. Guys are getting some fish up in the bay around Mount Hope. They're getting some fish around the Newport Bridge, but the the crown jewel is definitely the Jamestown Bridge, where guys are fishing some of that like. You know 25 to 55 foot depths uh right around the bridge and they're finding you know it's it's not a guarantee but they are finding some nice fluke in that area and before we jump out of uh narragansett bay altogether let's backpedal a little bit toss it over to tj kopecky
5: thanks dave hey guys got a report for you this week uh out of maho bay uh east bay area warren river barrington river uh, barrington beach um uh all doing pretty well i think after the last couple of weeks, we've all realized that most of the bass are on smaller bait, so we've kind of switched up our tactics a little bit to catch them. Um, I, I have been using the dock myself on top water, um, catching more bluefish than I did stripers. I switched over to a four-inch popper, and I pretty much outfished the dock this week with that. Uh, lots of small schoolies up in the Wan River uh up to 25 inches uh had a lot of fun with those on saturday morning uh coles river uh, on the incoming current under the bridge i was doing well on a three inch white cocoho um just because you can see all that smaller bait in the water uh so i pretty much downsized just like i'm sure everybody else is doing the same thing uh starting to see some tube and worm working uh, a lot of people buying eels out in mount hope bay uh, there is a ton of bait we still know that there's a lot of bait out there um, there are some bigger fish there's still some big blue fish um, the best thing that i that happened to me this week uh, i've got into sacrament river and it was loaded with bait loaded with bait uh, we got into some nice sea bass and i got into a nice doormat fluke um, i got one that was a keeper and i did keep it uh, the rest were all shorts but it's just a good sign that there's some big fish moving in and I only get out to like Fogland Point, no no further than that. I was in about 29 feet of water, uh, catching and fishing that ledge right along the point there. So uh, if you can get out there, I'm sure there's going to be more fluke throughout the whole week. And uh, Barrington Beach still so good on the uh, on the dawn of the dust bite on top water. Um, my guys out there surf casting and are doing really well. Uh, they told me that Rumpstick Point has been really good with big blue fish. Uh, cast them to the rocks there. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Lucky Baits got all your bucket, your, your bait needs. Uh, located on Market Street in Warren, Rhode Island. Uh, if you wanna go there, they can take care of all your needs. Uh, haven't heard anything about the freshwater. Uh, I know my friend, Jeff Sullivan, he's been out there catching some nice big bass, uh, but I'm sure he's a little tight-lipped about where he's catching them, but they're still out there. I'm, I'm sure there's a good freshwater bite. I just haven't gotten into it or uh, talked to any of my freshwater guys. So uh, just wanted to wish all the dads out there a happy Father's Day when you're seeing this video. Um, Hope you guys have a great weekend and uh, tight lines.
0: Heading out of the bay, we're gonna go straight to Block Island from there. And um, a lot of stuff going on at Block, but the most exciting thing or the thing that I think most people are gonna be interested in is the fact that big fish are now showing up on Southwest Ledge. I've heard a fish to 47 pounds this week and a lot of 30-pound class fish out on the ledge. So uh, that bite is now beginning. It happens every year, and uh, it's happening again now. We're coming into the new moon. Those fish definitely seem to move in on those moons, so look for this weekend to see a drastic, or dramatic, uptick in striped bass activity around Block Island and out at Southwest Ledge. It's also probably the best place to find fluke in rhode island um, try the east grounds try the windmills you're going to find some sea bass and some scuff out there as well so the bottom fishing is very good around the island also for a little more on what's happening at block and closer to home around point judith let's toss it over now to captain john lee from jl charters
6: hey dave john lee jl charters point judith rhode island um, did a bunch of bass trips this week around Block island The bass fishing has been good. We've taken fish up to 45 pounds, getting a lot of fish in the 30 pound range, both at night and early in the morning. Um, It seems like the best bite is at low light conditions. We are catching them at 10 o'clock in the morning, but you're having to work for those fish. Uh, We're getting them on uh, soft plastics and trolling. I think the coolest thing that's happened this week is we saw a shark. This is south of Newport. We saw a shark up on the surface, flat calm, greasy calm. And the shark, I thought it was hung up in a buoy. So we went over there and turned out there was a blue shark just playing around with a propane bottle that was adrift. And that propane bottle must have been sending out some kind of electromagnetic signal. And the shark was doing belly rolls. It was just kind of docilely playing with this propane tank. So that 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 was cool. That's that's why I like going out on the water a lot. Things like that. Take care. See you next time. Bye bye.
0: Heading west out of Point Judith, going along South County. Um, striper fishing has been decent, um, but not great. Even even the breachways haven't been as good as they have been over the past few years. Hard to explain why. Hard to even think about why. But. Um, just not seeing the same numbers or size of stripers around the breachways. However, we're coming into the new moon. We're coming into some really good breachway tides. So those things can change at the drop of a hat. And, um, you know, if you like fishing the breachways, I wouldn't let my report stop you from doing it because eventually we're going to see some big fish moving into those areas. The best striper fishing along that area is happening on the uh, Watch Hill Reach. That's where where most of the bigger fish are being caught. That's where the best action is happening. and, of course, this is a boater's game. Uh, guys are doing it a whole bunch of different ways. They're doing it trolling. They're doing it fishing with live eels. They're doing it fishing with big, soft plastics. And uh, they're throwing some topwaters at first and last light as well. And they're finding fish from, like, say, just just in the slot to up into the 30-pound class anyway. I haven't seen any 40-plus pounders from there, but they've they got to be there. It's also probably the best place you're going to find in that part of the state to find some sea bass out on those same reefs. There's some really deep water out behind some of those reefs down as deep as like 100 feet. Uh, So you may find some sea bass in that area as well. Fluking along the beaches has improved, but it's still not what everybody wants it to be. Um, Still weeding through shorts and the, the bite's definitely on the slower side. And that's what I have for you guys in Rhode Island this week. Stepping over into Connecticut. Um, there's been a lot of butterfish in the race, which is fueling some really good striped bass action, along with some bluefish mixing in. Uh, for the most part, these stripers are on the small to medium side, so figure like 25 to 36 inches, or something like that. Uh, but there are a lot of slot fish in there, so that's a that's a good thing if you're looking to take one home for the table. Uh, the way that guys are getting it done is with diamond jigs. As, uh, as we get closer to the moon, the diamond jig bite's going to be a little tougher, probably, just because you're going to be dealing with some stronger tides, but you can fish those windows of slower-moving water, and you're going to probably see more bass moving in, so uh, you know, maybe one of those situations where you fish, your windows are shorter, but the fish are more plentiful and possibly bigger, so that could be a good thing, definitely want to check that out. Fluking behind the island, behind fishes, that really still hasn't kicked into gear. There was some squid around last week. I didn't really hear much about that this week. Not a great bite. Um, the better fluke bite has been outside the Thames River. Um, we're hearing about, you know, it's they're weeding through lots of shorts, but they are finding some keepers, like places like Sarah's Ledge and some of those other places outside the um, outside the mouth of the river. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then as you head west toward Niantic Bay, it gets even better. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of fluke opportunity outside of Niantic Bay and inside Niantic Bay and around all those reefs um, that sort of populate that same area also very good striped bass fishing in that region and also very good porgy fishing in that region so you've got lots of options if you're fishing the eastern sound you get up toward the Connecticut River the bass and bluefish for the most part have left the river Um, you're gonna find some blues around the mouth you know just inside the mouth and the occasional bass but most of the fish now have moved out onto the reefs have moved out onto the points and have moved out onto some of those deeper ledges. For a little more on what's going on in that area, we're gonna to toss it over now to Captain Mike Roy from Real Cash Charters.
7: Hey, what's up guys? For this week's fishing report, uh, the striped bass fishing has been improving daily, both in terms of the size of the fish and the quantity of fish. On um, Starting in the Western Sound, there's still a lot of stripers passing through the Norwalk, Milford, New Haven area, which is good news for us in the Eastern Sound because it means that there are still going to be more waves of fish pushing through. We have been getting uh, more and more fish with sea lice as well, so there's those migratory fish that are pushing up um, into Long Island Sound. Uh, if you can catch live bait, that's definitely the top producer right now. Uh, but we have gotten some fish on the Ben Parker flutter spoons and topwater and the uh, big soft plastics like the sluggos and finesse fish. Um, so you have a lot of options. A lot of big blues around. We just got a 15 pound bluefish, a uh, lot of real uh, big gator sized blue fish hanging around. So be prepared to run into them. And also the black sea bass fishing is very good as well. So you have a lot of options. Uh, get out there and good luck.
0: And while we're in the Connecticut River, we'll head up the valley and talk to Rowan Lytle. Uh, So we're coming into better summer weather now. The cooler nights are kind of fading off. Uh, That tends to signal some of the best uh, early channel catfish fishing of the year. That's uh, one of my favorite things to do uh, as we come into late June and early July. Uh, So right now we're in the middle of the month. Month. Expect them to be pushing up into tributaries and uh, looking to feed very heavily. Cut bait is a phenomenal way to target them. Fresh bluegill is really good. Now a lot of people try and buy uh, store-bought catfish baits. I tend to find that those don't work very well. You have far better success with fresh cut bait, um, especially native bait species like bluegill, yellow perch, and others. Uh, But get out there, it's a good thing to do late in the evenings and early in the mornings and right through the night. uh, and Look for some giant Connecticut River channel catfish. Heading west out of the Connecticut River, we're going to stop in Westbrook, where uh, you know Teddy Brusky is going to appear again in our fishing reports this week. Uh, he went out with the guys from Black Hall Outfitters, did some fluke fishing from the kayak. You can see they got some nice fish, uh, pretty close to shore too. So uh, you can definitely take note of that. And uh, he liked kayak fishing so much that he commissioned them to outfit him one, you know, dressed to the nines. And um, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I really do. I think it's super cool to see him. Partaking in the New England fishery, and seems like he is a pretty good angler, and uh, and seems to really enjoy it. So that's pretty cool. Um, in that same area, heading out to like Southwest Reef and Six Mile, there are lots of bass out there. Um, I talked to TJ from Rock and Roll Charters. He basically called it old school. You know, he said that there was a lot of big fish around, and good numbers of smaller fish around good numbers of bluefish around. He was very happy getting some bigger sea bass off the far ends of those reefs. You just have to watch that New York line because New York doesn't open until next week for sea bass. So um, make sure you don't drift into uh, illegal territory. Um, continuing on from there, hearing about still hearing about good weak fish. Um, and they're gonna pick up again as this moon comes in. Seems like more of these fish are now out in the sound. Um, a lot of them are being caught by accident. Guys fishing for fluke or fishing for sea bass or scup. Um, but guys that are targeting them are getting them, and uh, it's just a, you know, just a continuation of a phenomenal year for weak fish. Uh, getting out further west, bass fishing is still phenomenal. Um, out toward the, even out as far as the New York line and beyond. Uh, for a little bit more on that and some of the other things that are going on in the extreme western sound, let's toss it over now to Max Finch from Fisherman's
8: World. This past week, we've seen the fluke bite really starting to pick up on our side now. Guys fluke in 26, 24, you know, squid spearing seem to be the ticket right now. And when you're marking the cloud to bait, that's where people are finding their fluke. So, you know, if you catch a short or even catch a keeper, definitely mark the spot and start drifting and pounding that area. I would say anywhere from 15 to 30 feet in that area has been generally good. I've seen a couple boat limits, guys with four people on the boat, but it's definitely picking up. Across the fluke and is still going strong. There's a lot of sand eels and rain bait over there, which the fluke have been keyed in on closer to Smithtown beaches and up in Eaton's neck. The OB buoy has also also picked up on the fluke bite. The striped bass bite in our area still remains really strong. The shallow water bite has really fired up with all the bunker that moved inshore. I went out this past week, we cast into some bunker. You know, we fished them in 6 to 10 feet and we're having a lot of fun with quality fish, like 15 to the 30 pound class. Also, chunking at night shallow has really picked up as well. Places like Green's Ledge, Sheffield Point, you know, the backside of Kakini, Middle Passage, inside the islands like the dogs, all, all, all had a great bite. Porgy Bite is still going strong in some deeper water. You know, shallow water guys are picking away, the beaches are still getting them. But uh, as we move on into June and the waters warm up, that should just really fire up. So, you know, still like 28C, the Celtic Wreck, the Wreck's behind Kakini, all those same spots, you can still find some knothead sea bass. They seem to be in the deeper water. But I've seen some quality sea bass come up this past week on, you know, butterfly jigs, slow pitch jigs, high lows like clams with squid on it, bucktails with gulp. To our east, like middle ground, I've seen some really nice sea bass picking away and I've seen some nice stripers on like porgy rigs too, you know as bycatch because I know middle ground's smocked up with uh, stripers. Thanks and good luck.
0: That's what I have for you guys in the reports this week, hopefully it's going to inspire you to get out there on this Father's Day weekend. I'll say it again, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there and if you are looking for something to get for dad, boy it might be a good time to uh, sign him up for the fisherman magazine. Best 30 bucks you can spend in fishing, you're going to get. Um, You're going to get 12 issues sent to your house, those are paper issues that come to your mailbox. You're also going to get 26 digital issues sent to your email. In addition to that, you're going to get access to all the back issues of all three editions. That's New England, Long Island, and New Jersey, Delaware. That's all their fishing reports, all the articles. And you're going to get access to those as they come in as well, so you can read the fishing reports for where you're going. You can try to gauge what's happening in, in the migrations. It's a really useful tool for anglers, so it's 30 bucks. How can you go wrong? And uh, at the very least though, if you're still not into that, you can give us a like and subscribe here on YouTube. You can hit that little bell thing down there so you get a notification every time we post something new. I appreciate you guys for watching, and we'll see you next week.